Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become mentally stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. We arrived, they found the telephone and electricity line. described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. murder. There's nothing wrong with politely turning down the advances of someone who wants a date. In fact, it shouldn't be something that's scary. But on February 16th, 1998, a man would make a decision after four years of relentless courting that soon evolved into stalking that would take the lives of seven people and injure four others. So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Richard Farley, born July 25, 1948, began working as a software technician at the Electromagnetic Systems Laboratory, or ESL Inc., after his 1977 discharge from the Navy. It was at ESL, located in Sunnyvale, California, that he met fellow employee Laura Black in April of 1984. Richard immediately fell for the 22-year-old and began leaving her gifts, letters, and homemade baked goods on her desk. He asked her out a number of times, and each time she politely turned him down. She tried to ignore his advances while still being cordial. She didn't want trouble in her place of employment. But Richard persisted. 
He began calling her desk every few hours and even showed up at her aerobics class as a new student. With a little bit of lying, he was able to obtain Laura's home address and phone number and, after befriending the custodial department, obtained a copy of her desk keys. He used the key to get into her files and learn more about her personal life. Soon, he knew everything about Laura Black. One letter a week quickly turned to two, and over the course of four years, Richard Farley sent about 200 letters to his unrequited love. Some of these letters contained doctored photos of the seemingly happy couple. Eventually, Laura had to move not once, but four times to try and stay away from Richard. By fall of 1985, Laura had had enough. She went to HR and asked for help. They ordered Richard to attend psychological counseling, but the harassment continued. By May of 1986, ESL, fed up, terminated Richard Farley after nine years of employment. This didn't stop him from contacting Laura, and on February 2, 1988, she filed for a temporary restraining order against Richard Farley. It was granted, and a court date to determine the order's permanence was scheduled for February 17th. While this restraining order kept Richard away from Laura, it did not prevent him from buying a shotgun and various other weapons. On February 9th, he left a package containing what he claimed was evidence that he and Laura had a relationship at her attorney's office. Inside were photos that he claimed were the pair on dates, the garage door opener to Laura's house, and hotel and credit card receipts. Her attorney brushed it off. On February 16, 1988, the day before their scheduled hearing, Richard Farley finally took his love for Laura to the next level. He drove his motorhome to the ESL parking lot with plans to ask her out one last time, and if she refused, he was going to shoot himself right in front of her. However, this isn't the plan he ended up enacting on that day. Instead, around 3 p.m., he loaded up his guns and, carrying over a thousand rounds of ammunition, approached his former workplace and opened fire. He entered the side door by shooting through the glass and shot at any employee he encountered, making his way to the second floor where Laura Black's office resided. When he arrived at her office, he opened the door and she promptly slammed it in his face. He then fired a shotgun round through the door, hitting her in the shoulder and collapsing a lung. As she lay unconscious on the floor, Richard Farley moved on to other victims. He was able to hold police SWAT at bay for five hours by moving from room to room, all while those injured and survivors hid from him. Eventually, Laura Black and the other survivors were able to escape and Richard Farley surrendered. In total, 98 rounds were shot, Laura Black and three others were injured, while seven were killed. Those dead were Lawrence Kane, Wayne Williams Jr., Robert Doney, Joseph Lawrence Silva, Glenda Moritz, Ronald Reed, and Helen Lamparder. The next day, a court commissioner made Laura's restraining order against Richard Farley permanent. Laura Black was able to survive the attack, though she was hospitalized for 19 days. Richard Farley sent one last letter to Laura from his prison cell. In it, he claimed that she finally won. 
During his trial, Richard Farley admitted to the killings, but did not plead guilty. According to him, he never planned to kill, only to get Laura's attention. His attorney went on to explain that Richard wasn't a violent man, just a man who had his judgment clouded by his obsession. Prior to this murder spree, Richard Farley had a completely clean record. Despite this, on October 21st, 1991, Richard Farley was found guilty on all seven counts of first-degree murder, and on January 17, 1992, he was sentenced to death. The small silver lining of this tragic event was the 1990 passage of the United States' first anti-stalking laws that have gone on to help so many. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.